This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and every kidless person I know has replaced children with sourdough starter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and I've got a pitch for you. Bling ring, but during a pandemic. I'm Tess Barker, and my hands are so dry, they could star in an underrated BBC comedy. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep keep a secret? secret? Neither can Whoa, we. what just happened? I don't know. I accidentally said Brandy's line. Oh, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm losing my mind. Hello! We got Barbara, Brandy, and of course, Victor. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies. Ladies and ladies. All right, this is Lady to Lady. We're all in, you know, it's a tough time. Welcome. We're figuring it out. Welcome to the show. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We're all in our separate, separate places still, so. In our pods. In our pods. Um, I'm so excited, though, because we have a guest today. Yay! Yeah, kicking this technology up a notch here. Yes. (laughs) It's been a while since we had a guest, so I'm really excited to have her here She's just so funny. I love her so much. She's an amazing comedian, and she has her own podcast called Nice Bum, Where Are You From?, which she hosts with Hampton Yunt. Uh, Georgia Brooks is here. Hi. Hi, Georgia. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't think of a for... funny joke for the beginning. That's oh, it's okay. okay. We just do that. You don't have to do it. Yeah. You can if you want. Do you have a favorite tweet? Of, re- of recent? Oh, it's a tweet. Um, That's what we do. No, well, I did tweet today, but I don't remember it concisely about how, like, do you guys remember how everybody was like, oh my God, January 2020 is the longest month ever. <laughs> now it's like, <laughs> still March. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, we all thought, like, last year was bad and, you know. But I guess January 2020, to its point, might be the only month of 2020. It might shake out that way that it was the only real month we got. So, <laughs> yeah, you make you make a good point. <laughs> Wait, We're is just that kind of a, Feb- a... February was Black History Month, and you're not counting it. I don't get it. Oh shit! I was counting it because the virus was already here in February. Got it. I was like, yeah. everything was fine in February. <laughs> it's kind of a time. Time has become a become a glob, sort of. It's just yeah. like. Not really. There's no certain, you know, nothing really exists. There's no hard lines. It's just kind of all in one big mess. Yeah. I think that's the good and bad thing about it, though, in a way, too. Like, there are some aspects of that that I'm liking. Yeah. yeah like what? Um, I don't know. Time sort of stresses me out. So, like, it's kind of nice to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. What do you are you finding yourself like on a schedule of any kind? Or are you kind of just like. Where, whenever you're waking up, whenever you're sleeping, whenever you're eating. Yeah, Sean and I have a pretty consistent schedule. I mean, our schedule hasn't really changed that much. Like, yeah, we go to bed at like 2 a.m., wake up around 9. That's normal for you guys, though, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. I've been yeah, going I'm to bed early. Consistent. Really? That's good. I like that. I've been doing it more early, too, which is really nice. Yeah. yeah I've been asleep by like 11 o'clock most nights because I'm like, well, I'm bored. Let's just go to sleep. <laughs> really? It just feels like allowable. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have to be doing anything right now. I can go to bed. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm Jack- jealous. Yeah. Well, Jack wakes me up in the morning at like seven. Um, and it's like, I, I'm like, I'll be mad if I'm tired all day during a pandemic. <laughs> so I'm just like, I would rather just go to sleep. And I hate going back to sleep afterwards because then I feel like I'm really going to waste my day. Because if I go back to sleep after walking him, then I'll be asleep until like m- noon or something. And yeah. I just still don't want to waste my time like that. Isn't that weird, though, that like we all don't want to waste our time and yet we're all just literally wasting our time right now? <laughs> like, well, well, I will say I woke up early today. And so I had an exciting morning. Um, oh my God. I found a bag of drugs outside of my house. <laughs> 
crazy. Like a, a backpack full of oxycodone. <laughs> a backpack? Yeah. In like this how many climate, what's more useful, it? a backpack or drugs? Um, I Googled it, and street value, I've probably got $4,500 worth of drugs. I'm honestly like somewhat nervous about you talking about this because oh I mean here's here's the thing I so <laughs> I saw it last night at four o'clock in the morning outside of my house because I like I had to take my dog outside real quick to pee and it was there and I was like that's weird I'm just gonna go to sleep and then it was there on the walk this morning hours later and I was like well I'm gonna see what the hell this thing is now so I don't know well no I mean I I just don't want someone to be looking for it that just freaks me out you know? yeah I think well, you yeah. should put it back Oh, that's putting... interesting. You're just going to throw it away. <laughs> yeah, I'm chucking it. What if somebody was watching? Nobody's watching. That was a weird... I mean, I don't, I don't mean that. I just mean, I don't know. I guess I'm watching, like, you know, tr- fucking drug crime shit right now on Netflix. So it just, like, makes me nervous. Yeah. yeah. I'm literally watching know. Boardwalk Empire. So I'm like, um, the bad guy's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I called the cops because I was like, how do I... Uh, I, ca- I called them and I was like, hi, um... I'm not... <laughs> Bag of, bag of drugs outside of my house would you like these for evidence of some kind and they were like is there an id and i said no and they're like nah you can just throw that away that's crazy i know oh, the cops are busy yeah are they <laughs> it was just kind of funny i was like uh okay and then they like, just throw it away and then i was like googling it and you shouldn't just throw pills away because it gets into the water supply um so you have to like dispose of them a specific way so now i'm like later i got a whole day planned to run this drug bag now i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go to cvs and be like hi how can i dispose of this responsibly (laughs) this was a gift someone gave you this is like a video game where you someone gave you like a very specific task yeah i'm just excited to have an activity for the day it's exciting i just wish it was a drug that you could feel okay about selling yeah that's the thing yeah that's too bad yeah, if it was Adderall or something, you'd be like, all right, here we if go. It, yeah, exactly. I'd give anything for it to be Adderall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adderall is not something I need currently. I do not need to be tweaked out at this moment. Oh, in, my God. Yesterday, time. I was Zooming with Babs yesterday. I had like five cups of coffee and then I had bad allergies. So I took a Claritin and oh, I boy. felt like Charlie fucking Sheen like all day. <laughs> like I was just. Oh, my God. That's so funny because Tess was like, I took a Claritin. So I'm kind of bugged out. But I didn't know the five cups of coffee. <laughs> well, that's just. Baseline. <laughs> yeah, I just went away uh, with Tess, and like I'm a coffee person, but I didn't really realize like we'd wake up, and within a second she's like, "Okay, like how do we get coffee?" Though she said there'd be coffee here. <laughs> I was like, oh shit! No, she's like a fiend first mm-hmm. thing in the morning. <laughs> like my biggest fear is being awake somewhere that doesn't have coffee. Yeah, because <laughs> you would like ask yeah, before we went to bed, and then like the first thing that came out of your mouth in the morning was like, "So you mentioned coffee. Like, where do you think we can get it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we're here every day, obviously. So it's like our coffee supply is going so much faster than usual. Because usually I'll go, you know, be out and about, and you'll get some. So I'm like nervous because I went, I did a big like shop the other day, and I was like, "I'm not doing this again for as long as humanly possible. People are not being safe." There's people behind me while I'm in the spice aisle, like right up on my ass. I almost yelled at a lady behind me in the, in the spice aisle for like being right behind me. I know. Some, but I don't want to have to go venture and get anything, you know. Yeah, I fucking ordered stuff on Amazon, and then like it was like it took so long to ship because they're behind, of course. And then like the day yes. it shipped was yesterday, and I woke up to them like people being like we're on strike because amazon sucks and i'm like fuck like fuck. I, I already knew they sucked but like i just felt like a real asshole but you weren't per- you were personally affected so now you <laughs> i really felt the effects of those people not working <laughs> funny how a pandemic I I... turns me republican real quick <laughs> Uh, there's two ways to go you know it's either either gonna do that or the other end from this the effects of this yeah georgie did did you guys think about going back to canada at all yeah um hampton like really early in the pandemic like like just before when the nba shut down you know that day where everyone freaked out uh he was like we have to go and then i just like was i was really sick in fact i think i might have gotten the the thing because um i had all the symptoms and i was sick for quite a long time so we i was like we can't go now like they're not going to let me in they're not letting people in who are coughing and choking and can't breathe um and then we decided not to 
but even like yesterday i was like just googling properties in the woods of canada being like we should just go can you guys go in since you're a citizen Yes, yes, because um, we could definitely go in because Americans are allowed in if their family members are there or their family members are Canadian. And Hampton has me and his mom's Canadian. Okay, Um, but here's why it doesn't make sense, because I haven't lived there for a while, so I don't have health care. But then I found out because in Canada, you lose your health care and it takes three months to get it back when you go in. But I just found out Canada's waiving that for every Canadian citizen. They're just being really sick right now <laughs> like that's the yeah. problem is canada's like nailing this pandemic <laughs> and, like, yeah. right. of course yeah. they are of um, course. But, but hampton wouldn't have health insurance so um that's a problem and also like i had a lot of people i know went home um like freaked out and went home and like i'm like you guys the borders are just getting tighter and tighter and tighter and i'm like you guys might not be able to come back here for like a year or two like and you're just living with your parents like i don't understand like we're as much as this country's like really fucking it up like we hampton and i are really privileged in that we have a place to live and we like you know what i mean like we have the comforts of home here at least so yeah yeah it would be a lot to to give that up and go you know go home for who knows how long yeah i mean that's the whole thing obviously here is that we're all just like facing such the big unknown part is so anxiety inducing because you're like, how the fuck long are we in this for? Like today, I, I my anxiety has been okay. Cause I just, I don't get like too freaked out about stuff very often, but it really jumped out today and I'm like, you know, paying rent tomorrow. And it's just like, Oh yeah. yeah okay. Is that the last time? I don't fucking know. Cause I la- laid off my day job and yeah, the, the unknown part of it is just so, so creepy. Now, if you mm-hmm. got laid off, it, does that mean now you can collect uninsured, Employment benefits, yeah, un- unemployment. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good um, so to start that start that whole process. Well, everybody that even if you are a freelancer, you in theory should be able to as well. Like they're changing that that rule. So that, that was part of the bill. I'm a kind of so I've been waiting here for about a year and a half to get my like you can work in America paperwork, um, and I got it <laughs> like the beginning of March. Um, oh my God. <laughs> so I like, Great. didn't have time. I didn't get a job yet. I haven't found a job yet. And now it's like, well, you're not going to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't, I just don't really know what my life it can look like right now. Totally. That, yeah. yeah. I like, are there jobs? Like, are there jobs? I, I just guess I'm assuming there's none, but I mean, I I mean there has to be some jobs. I- also, like, my question is, like, all these parents that are supposed to be homeschooling, don't their kids have to be, like, taught by someone? Like, isn't there a possibility to, like, FaceTime tutor and shit like that? I signed up for some tutoring, but it was, like, uh, English as a second language, so it would be, like, kids in China and stuff. Uh, um, oh, okay. There's been an influx, and I didn't get the job. But um, I think that a lot of public schools here, at least, like, they've kind of signed it up so the teachers have, like, online programming. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Teachers are doing on- online classes and stuff like that. Yeah. Although it's really funny because apparently, like, f- I'm, I'm, I kind of hope we get hacked at some point. Um, like, apparently, like, 14-year-old boys have just been, like, hacking into Zoom meetings and stuff. Yeah. And, like, heckling people. My, my roommate, Anna, is, like, in a... Um, in like a, a meeting that she has every couple of nights and she's like the boys have just come on and been like ooh gay <laughs> and then they get off I've been hearing about that people are hacking Zoom meetings like heckling I've it's heard really specifically fun. like AA porn. meetings which is yeah, like yeah. so shitty but like yeah they're, it's they're funny like going but <laughs> yeah it's not I saw, classic yeah, 14 I saw year somebody old el- somebody else talking about like a comedy show a Zoom comedy show where I guess somebody was saying terrible things and it's yeah. just like Life finds a way, you know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Teens find a way. Yeah. Well, this I mean, they like have third... nothing else to do. Yeah. Well, like, Chat Roulette is coming back to haunt us, I think. I mm. used to love Chat Roulette. I yeah, did, too. that was a good time. That was... You... What? Did you guys actually... I never went on that show. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so fun. I used to get drunk with my friends, and we would just Chat Roulette and just talk to random people, and, like, we would sing songs for people, and, like, every three things was a dick and like it was so funny like i feel like i I liked it it back because i was like this is my one chance to see a dick yeah (laughs) man a lot of there's a whole generation of women whose first dick uh was on chat room it was was not my first by any means yeah Yeah. (laughs) 
I was I was gonna say like I think because I was already I was always such like an internet like creep dater person that yeah. I'm like chat roulette that's <laughs> I'm beyond play. this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> I was trying to talk to my boyfriend about some of my like internet like fucking relationships that I had and like the ones where like we actually met at some point and like I couldn't remember the details of some of them like I had quite a few weird like long distance internet boyfriends where we'd finally meet and then it'd be like this is so incredibly uncomfortable (laughs) were they people that lived in like a different state Mm -hmm. oh wow wow yeah yeah. no borders on your love I met one in like a yeah, a message board. It was some of them were people who I just were like was internet friends with for a while and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. like, I was trying to remember this other guy. We we like went to a cabin together and Whoa. like I'm like how the fuck That's did I meet this? So dude? dangerous, <laughs> so dangerous. That's like I drugs know, in a backpack outside your not, house. Dangerous. It's, it, it's like you know you say that, but I have a very good radar for not you know. I obviously would never have put myself in that situation unless I knew I was okay. So yeah, I'm probably well, more talking about me who like constantly <laughs> is putting themselves in. I'm like, how did I get here? <laughs> like, I know no <laughs> common sense. <laughs> well, Bab, didn't you have an uncle one time that like for one of your internet boyfriends, he like oh, claimed Lord. to be the CIA or something and oh, pointed to a helicopter Lord. in the sky? <laughs> yeah, my um. Oh my god, I forgot about this one. This was the guy, this director guy who I liked one of his. I liked a movie he made and I emailed him and I was like, I love your movie. And then he was like, cool. And we started talking and I was 21. He was 42 and um, he lived in LA and we kept like talking back and forth. And I was like, I'm going to go visit him. And my family was like, you're insane. (laughs) And they were like, "Uh, okay. I mean, we can't stop you, but if you go, your uncle Tito is going to pick you up at the airport. Uncle Tito cop, uncle Tito. (laughs) Um, and so I was like, okay, so Uncle Tito picks me up and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> oh, that's so And lucky. I'm like, I'm an adult. I know what I'm doing. This <laughs> is my man or whatever idiotic <laughs> shit I was thinking. And so he took me to the guy's house. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. And he walked me up to the, to the door and I was like, for the, I was like, please don't embarrass me. Just like, I know this is ridiculous. But like, please don't embarrass me. And Uncle Tito's like, I won't. And then the guy opens opens the door and my uncle was like, well, see you later. Just so you know, I can have a SWAT team here in two minutes. And then there happened to be a helicopter (laughs) flying overhead that he like pointed to. That's the best and then moment the guy of his was, like, life. Terrified the entire weekend, he wouldn't do it. Thank God. Which, in retrospect, thank the Lord. Um, yeah, we all yeah, need yeah. an Uncle Tito. He True. sounds sick. Yeah, we should yeah. all be so lucky. Can you text yeah. your Uncle Tito about this backpack I have? Maybe he has yeah. some ideas. I, I, I'll give him. I'll give him a shot. Okay. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you could dispose of them at my house. So I've got a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. The cops would probably be like, "Is there an ID? You can just drop it off." Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm just trying to think like how one would obtain a backpack full of pills like that is so many pills yeah what do you mean how one would obtain they would get them from someone to sell them. yeah but don't you have to get them i mean that would not take a while to collect them from various prescriptions i mean i don't know i mean i'm assuming that there's someone there's thing mechanisms we don't know of that collect yeah things. do you think <laughs> for the, so any is drug- there like is that like how, I mean, I'm going to sound really naive right now, but is there like a drug dealer that does that? Like that takes like prescription drugs? Yeah. Yes. People who make fake prescriptions and all that. I'm sure that's a whole thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, for sure. Hey, if you're a drug dealer and you're listening and you have some insight into how this works, please let us know. Let us We'd love know. to know what the pipeline looks like to how this backpack ended up on my fucking car. <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. But then you heard sirens and stuff after you saw it. So it was already out there. And then you heard um, like... No, they woke me up. They woke us up because like last night was crazy in our neighborhood. There was just like cars speeding by, sirens blaring, yeah, and then breaks. like a helicopter. It, was just, like, it sounded like there was a car. Ch- it was like the yeah. most insane. Like my heart was just racing the whole time. Like blue lights came flashing through our bedroom. I heard a bunch of sirens go by. Oh and then I just heard a car like screeching its brakes and zooming up. I don't know what the fuck was going on. And then a helicopter came by. Yeah, they were, like, driving fast down our streets. Yeah, yeah. Like, and our street is, like, really residential. Yeah. you're Did gonna the Eagle Rock move? Facebook group have anything to say? <laughs> no. <laughs> How are they do- How's the Facebook group doing during this time? Well, What's it's the- funny you should ask because Sean, <laughs> Sean just recently had a joke bomb. 
Oh no! In the group? In the Facebook? In the group? group. Yeah, he thought it would be. <laughs> oh no! You have to tell us what it Please was. Tell us yeah, what it tell us what He thought it would be really funny to post. Um, do you guys know when we should start washing our hands? That's uh, oh no, so funny! Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just getting trolled. Like, everyone's telling him not to quit his day job. He's getting. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's been a, yeah. He's not. He's, he's, he's a little disappointed by the performance. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> I have to get in there. So people like knew he was a comic and like started and trolled him. I don't know if they knew he was a comic, but I think he was hoping that they wouldn't be so in on the joke, but they were in on the joke. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah. like the posters in there are in there so often that it's kind of next level posting. Like it's not like yeah. the, this they is all like, have the ins and outs. Of, yeah. yeah. This is their day job. <laughs> this is like yeah. what they do. Here, I'm going to take a quick spin through and see. Oh, oh, hey, uh, Target in Colorado got 10 pallets of TP and paper towels. Oh, shit. Yeah. I hear so that that's... Target's where you should be going. Like, I hear it's the best one right now. Yeah, Is that, that right? I mean, I mean, it's always been the best one, let's be honest. Uh, absolutely. Um, I live by the Empire Center, and it's pretty sick, too, let me tell Fair. you. Yeah. <laughs> I was in my, in my neighborhood one the other day, because, like, I'm, I want to repaint my room, but I was like, I'm not going to buy an extension pole thing. Like, you know, I was trying to see if there's a few things that somebody had lying around that I could use. Mm-hmm. And I was reading some of the fucking comments, and people were talking about grocery stores and which ones... And then, oh, yeah, somebody was talking about, like, if people around the Silver Lake, Silver Lake Reservoir are not practicing social distancing, which I think is true, but it's very hard. It's a very narrow path. There's yeah. nowhere to go sometimes, you know? I'm surprised mm-hmm. it's open still. I know. I am, too. Yeah. Um, but And then somebody was like, why don't you just walk around on your street, you know, like yeah. in your area? And then somebody was like, well, I live – that's my street. I live yeah. on <laughs> Silver Lake Boulevard. And the girl responded like, wow, must be nice. <laughs> I was just like, what? Wow, people are losing they, it. They re- I mean, they're always assholes on the internet, but it was just like, fuck you. Like, yeah, okay. I guess this person literally, nobody can say anything to you. You just want to feel self-righteous about this for some reason. I will say, you guys, so I went on a run. What day is it? I don't know. Either yesterday or the day before. Uh, and I'm having a hard time, like, dodging people because there's so many more people on the streets. Like, I stopped running yeah. at the Rose Bowl. Uh, so I was like, I'm just going to run in my neighborhood, but like, there's an influx of runners. And so I'm like having to bolt into the street. You know, we're doing the zigzag thing every time we see other people. And I almost got hit by a fucking bus. Bus? Because, yeah, I was like running down the street and there were people congregated at the bus stop. So yeah. I like went to look over my shoulder to like veer into the street to get away from the people. And like, just as I was about to step in the street, there oh, was shit. a bus like two feet behind me and it like Ooh. honked a torn and I like went back on the curb, Holy but I'm like, shit. this is ridiculous. That's so I mean, scary. It's yeah, not like I... peaceful at all. Mm-hmm. No, no, there's so many, it's tough because I obviously, yeah, I understand everyone's home. So everyone's doing their shit like, you know, outside, but it's really, really hard to avoid people because there's just so many. Yeah. yeah. We need to like have time. Like, I don't know what the solution is, but you have it to scares me because it's like we have to get like shut down at some point. Yeah. Do you think that yeah. it's better early in the morning? Because I was thinking maybe I should start trying to wake up early and running. I'm There's guessing always that crew just though. Because... Yeah. 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 But I feel like it's probably less busy. Mm-hmm. My neighborhood is busy, but it's like just neighbors out, and I'm kind of loving it because like I keep seeing neighbors, and we can stand like eight feet apart and talk, and it's like people that we never. I don't know. It's just, I'm just kind of loving it. It feels like I finally live in like a neighborhood. Yeah, that's cool. Also, I it's guess it's because we got the dog p- around. Yeah, that let's feeling. talk about. Oh yeah, dogs help. Yeah. So also, I love Stevie's full name. Um, Thank Brody you. Stevie Nicks. Brody Stevie mm-hmm. Nicks. Yeah. For the oh, listeners, I just got amazing. a dog. It's pretty fun. <laughs> oh, cute name. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm digging the people just ooting a bit, running around. <laughs> you know, it's fun. I like it. Yeah. Um, it is a weird dichotomy because it's like you're avoiding other people, but you're also like more friendly to other people at the same time. Like sometimes I'll like walk out of my way to avoid someone and my first instinct is like, oh, just don't look at them. But then I'm like, oh, but you can say hi to them. Like it's a weird 
Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm waving I've had more a lot more hellos. A lot of waves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hi, good to see you. I'll be over here. <laughs> My new bit is like whenever I walk Stevie and there's another dog and they like want to meet. And you know how like there's always dog when there's dog owners, you're like, I don't know if that dog can meet this dog. My new bit yeah. is I'm like, it's not that they can't meet. I'm worried about you and I meeting. Yeah, pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, totally. That's a pretty good. fun bit that I'm doing. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this has been like a real good like boon for dogs in general, and like especially people that are fostering dogs, because like one problem that happens a lot of people foster is they introduce dogs to other dogs too quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. But this right. is, you know, they don't really have that option. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, been exactly. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's a little Egrock fa- Facebook group update. Uh, so the Taco Bell in our neighborhood is oh closed. Oh my god! What's it's been, yeah. it's been remodeled completely from the ground up. Yes. Hasn't opened yet. And this guy posted a screenshot of Taco Bell, uh, their Twitter, saying that uh, now more than ever we could all use a free Doritos Locos Tacos. Get yours this Tuesday, three thirty-one, when you visit our drive-through. And he just wrote, "It's as if Taco Bell is mocking us <laughs> above it." <laughs> Just so upset that our taco that bell has been open. the longest construction I've ever seen. Of yeah, a fast food uh, restaurant. Because you would assume they it. just have those like a Lego set. They're like, all right, you put this right. here and you put this here, and we're done. It, it's like yeah, they're like losing money. Com- Sorry. Yeah. It it just seems like there must be a Taco Bell like warehouse somewhere where like they can just like crane in a new Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They it should feels be like, like prefabricated it. houses. Just like stick it in there. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, this is what's going on in our world, everybody. <laughs> is your guys' sound getting weird? <laughs> hey, Barbara, you sound like a robot right now. <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah. I do. We'll take, yeah. we'll take, we'll we'll take, we'll right, take we'll it right, right back. We'll take it right Hey, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with Georgia Brooks. Hey. And Brody Stevie. Oh, wait. Stevie Brody Nicks. Brody, Did I mess Brody, it up? Nicks. Brody Stevie Nicks. Brody Stevie, Brody Stevie Nicks. Nicks. I got it as wrong as possible. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of a name. It's a lot of a name. We just call her Stevie. Oh, I love cute. it. I love the idea of Brody just going deep on uh, Stevie Nicks <laughs> and Fleetwood Mac being like, oh my God, I just love like, Tusk. Yes. Enjoy <laughs> it. Along to it. Yes, exactly. Thunder yes, you... only happens when it is raining. <laughs> yeah. You have to go your own way. Down I live that. <laughs> I love it. That's cool, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we. So yeah. You guys all feel like you're doing pretty good today this week. Yeah, it's been a pretty good week so far. Uh, I, I find the, the weekends feel like the hardest because I feel like they're less structured, um, and that just like take way longer. And I feel like yeah, um, been. I'm gonna work on that more this, which is so funny because my days like don't feel generally that structured anyway but for some reason i'm like i don't want to do i don't want to do work because i do want to give myself a break but then that break is also just like okay well let's just look in the void for a while right but you know i I find myself a little too well my job's ending tomorrow so after that it'll be like a whole new world Mm -hmm. you know because we have meetings every morning so that's made me get up and do something but they're also at 10 which is kind of like an annoying time so i Mm -hmm. feel like uh It'll be interesting to not have that. And I don't know what my world's going to look like after that. But I don't know. Like, I've been doing okay, but today's been the, more rough than anything. The anxiety today's been really bad. Um, and, yeah, it's just kind of figuring out how to, I don't know, Yeah. weather it and see what's next. I have been having a lot of creative ideas, though, and stuff that, like, I think is actually doable in, you know, in quarantine. So that's good. That's kind of nice. And for the first time in forever, I haven't had like not had a job. So it'd be nice to maybe at least take a week or two and just concentrate on creative shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm having a really hard time being like actually accomplishing the anything to do with comedy. Like I have a script that I really need to finish. And this is like such a obvious opportunity to do that. And it's like getting motivated to do that for me has been really hard. I just like can't, I don't know. I can't get anything done. I read a really good thread on Twitter the other day that I've been thinking about a lot lately about how like 
everyone just feels like extra tired because we're all like being triggered into like a trauma response right now. So like the, there's there's three ways that people respond to trauma. Um, you respond through flight, fight or freezing, basically. And we can't run and you can't fight it. So you're just kind of like locked in a thing. And that is the very a very specific way that like like this is like what like abused children feel like an abusive household, basically, because you can't leave. There's just like a presence that like you're scared of and you can't do anything except just like make yourself small and follow the rules basically. So it's like kind of just putting the entire world in a weird, in that kind of mindset. So it's yeah. like, imp- I'm yeah. really tired for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think exhausting. it's just like wanting to just, um, kind of just turn off a lot to be like, I don't want to think about this, like kind of avoid, avoidant, uh, behavior. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know. I don't know how, if you're like this too, Georgia, but I like, I'm going to say I take a really long time to get to get geared up to like write something, especially a script that's like the most scary it thing to me time. to like look it at. It takes time. And yeah. like I will literally take me weeks of thinking about it and being like I should work on that. I should work on that or months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. I, the other day I was like I'm going to do it. And then I just sat down and organized my Google Drive. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and it, it kind of helped because it was actually like very – it was really emotional organizing my Google Drive, which I was Aww. not expecting because it was like – it's like my whole comedy career. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like yeah. looking at shit you haven't looked at for fucking a decade maybe mm-hmm. oh, of yeah. stuff that like feels like it's so in the past and like it's never going to happen again. It's just a weird – it was a very weird experience. But it did get me I think a little closer to working on something and like I think that's all you can do is like – obviously the expectations, we have to try and set low expectations for ourselves right now and just like yeah. – <laughs> try yeah. to put the pressure to be less but it's so hard to gear yourself up to write like it's the hardest thing in the world well me. yeah and I think you have to listen to your own instincts and I mean your instincts might if you don't feel like writing that might just be your instincts telling you like today's not the day I mean I think it's hard to find that line of like there is also like that part of you that just kind of has to override that sometimes mm-hmm. yeah I was thinking of like writing in that um, goal group that you started, Barbara. Like, oh, that's a good girls- idea. Yeah, I was like, we should. I was gonna be like, we should all start this up again. We <laughs> like- should revive that. That actually was like one of the most productive times because I made it so that for me, if I like say I'm gonna do a bunch of stuff in a day, I just will never get it all done. But if I give myself one thing to accomplish, then I can probably do that. And that was like the whole idea behind it. So yeah, we should start that up again. Actually. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think now's the right time. Yeah, yeah that sounds great. It's called Let's Goal Girls, which I'm just really more proud <laughs> of that than I <laughs> I mean, let's <laughs> just remember how good <laughs> it's named. <laughs> I'm having, yeah, that's like, a good idea, actually. That's I think, like, a tiny bit of accountability and also just putting, like, the lowest version pressure on yourself that you can. If you know, it's, like, not to write anything, but just to look at the script or just... For me, that can be the hardest thing sometimes is even just opening up the file, like, and then that'll get me into it, but it'll take me months to even get there. Yeah. I mean, I think specificity and like small goals are like the key to doing shit. Like my favorite, um, writing, but one of my favorite writing books is that book bird by bird. Have you guys read that? Mm-hmm. I've never read. It's no. one of those ones I have and I've never like finished. Yeah. It's a really good book. Um, but she, the title comes from like when she was a kid, she like procrastinated on doing this report about birds. Mm-hmm. And so she like was like in sixth grade and like having to pull an all nighter. And she was just like overwhelmed with having to write this big ass report. And her mom or dad was like, you don't, you're not writing the whole report. You're just going to write one bird at a time. And mm-hmm. like, that is like, I think the best approach to writing is like, you can't, it's in like just giving yourself like really specific goals. Like I'm just going to like fix this joke. Or I'm just going to, like, write mm-hmm. one page or, like, like something mm-hmm. that's very doable because I think these big projects, it's like trying to eat a whole elephant in one meal, you know? Yeah. No, you got to save that all winter. Exactly. I yeah. mean, I'm vegetarian, but you guys get it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> and me personally, I love I eat elephant all the you time. Know. <laughs> no, I have that. My mom has always said that to me. Yeah, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? It's like – yeah. It is, yeah, it's it's a lot easier to break it down into smaller things. But also, yeah, we're just going through such a weird, mm-hmm. it's just such a weird time. I have that thing, too, where I'm like, I got to finish this script. I'm like, except for co- comedy might be over. And <laughs> what if they don't need scripts I in know. the future? I know. Maybe I should get my law degree. <laughs> I know. That's what I've been going through, too. Because, yeah, I, I have been writing. But then I'm like, but for what? Like, yeah. what? is this ever going to get made but I'm like trying not to think about it I hope I don't I feel like I'm having like a real flight response like I always want to run but like yeah I'm really like having that craving to like just be outside and like get away and Mm -hmm. um yeah and like 
just almost like upset. Like I'm like working on my Spanish, writing, working out a ton. Like I'm worried I'm going to like burn out because I'm just having this response of like this kind of like manic, like just kind of have to constantly be doing shit. I'd give anything to want to work out. (laughs) You don't want to work out? Yeah. Like I'm like, it's such a chore for me to work out right now. Like everything feels like I'm walking through mud. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't like, I did work out this morning, but like I only did half the class and then I like paused it. That's still good. I mean, I, I barely started getting back into it like the last few days. It's actually funny because I am, um, I was like taking classes at the community college, you know, and I was taking piano and uh, like a boot camp class and um, they got moved to online. And so I checked my thing and I was like, where's my piano class? And I got dropped from <laughs> What? <laughs> Which just really makes me laugh because like I just – I think it's because the guy was bad at taking attendance and I wasn't there a few classes. So I think he thought I like literally never showed up and just dropped me for the online part. Got but that it. was just uh, really funny to me that like I got so dropped from so rude. Uh, and then um, the other class got transferred to online. So like our teacher is this kind of like hot like jock dude who cool. just like – kind of like a coach taylor-esque like seems like a really good guy yeah and so he's like he's like giving us these zoom like workouts (laughs) and it's just funny because it's like in his home and i see his cat in the background it's just a like such a different experience than it was in this gym with a bunch of people like wearing jeans and working out (laughs) it's uh yeah it's pretty wild do you guys get anxiety from seeing people work out in jeans, does that give you anxiety? No, I, I just thought it was funny. I was like, it's just a very, it was just a very like community college feeling. Oh, that like gives me so much anxiety. Like when I see someone running in jeans, like I don't know why, but it just like chafes chills. Yeah. It is like, very strange. That way too. It's a very strange thing to do. Yeah, for sure. Um, I kind uh, of get it at the school because maybe they've got to like go. Maybe they came from another class or something. I don't fucking know. I mean, I was just always wearing like leggings because, you know. Like you can wear leggings and piano. It would be funny to have like, um, like uh, middle school locker room politics, but in community college of just like, ooh, are you taking a shower? With a (laughs) totally, yeah. It's um, so now it's just a weird. It's kind of nice because I have a little bit of accountability because you have to like. Obviously, you could lie and fill out the things and be like, I worked out and it would be a lie. But I'm like, I might as well just do it. Yeah, yeah. You didn't get dropped from PE. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. It's it, I feel like it's been a nice way to kill about an hour and a half a day. Uh so I've been that's kind of been the way I've been looking at it and I've enjoyed it. And also LA is completely out of 15 pound dumbbells. I've called I every know. place. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> at, like at literally every place that could sell them, they're gone everywhere. They're not expecting Whoa. shipments coming in. It's very funny. I was like, "Oh man, everyone is going to come back with some guns after this." <laughs> yeah, it's like prison yeah. for sure. Hey, that's how I feel. I'm feeling very prison i'm feeling yeah, very yeah. That's fun <laughs> yeah um i started taking two online classes um that and it's so i like feel guilty about it because i'm like i should be writing this script and yet i'm taking a class online through like a university that i don't get any credit for it i'm just auditing it one is intro to american law and the other one is history since 1760 <laughs> no that's so, awesome i think that's really cool like, for what? For why am I taking them? <laughs> to, well, that's not? what I mean. I mean like, more well-rounded this, but, person to yeah. be able to, like, you know, I love a fact. Have you? What, what's a fact you've learned in your history class? Anything surprising? We're, we're learning a lot about like um, this military change from the like the, the traditional world to the modern world and why everything really changed in the 1760s. I mean, that's not a fact, but there's like a military revolution and a commercial revolution. And they actually like kind of mingle together and cause each other. And now we're on to revolutions. Yeah. I was going to say, I think, you, I think you've heard of those. Uh, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of a revolution. <laughs> Spoken like a true American. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it's almost like the, um, it's like you're having this response of like, oh, the plane's going down. So it's like, okay, well, real quick, I at least want to learn about this. Or like, real, you know, like, like just, I think that's what it is for me. Oh, yeah. I've been Duolingo and spinning every day, practicing piano. Like I got all my shit going. Might yeah. Start, yeah. <laughs> just like, well, let's just that's do it all great. now. Yeah. I just, I, I like don't. I find I'm not watching a ton of TV because I like uh, TV still feels very much like 
I feel like I'm wasting time if I watch too much of it still. Yeah. Like, so I kind of just like him not have barely turned it on at all. I watched like the new John Oliver today. It's really crazy seeing all like the talk show hosts like recording from their houses <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's pretty crazy. But yeah, he just did I, one. It was great. I got to watch that. That sounds great. It's kind of fun to see other people. Like I've been watching a lot of NBA players like live stream talking to each other. And it's kind of <laughs> nice to them. Also, they're just like, this is crazy. Like it is nice when you're like, I'm not being crazy, right? Like yeah, yeah, this yeah. is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Georgia, it is. It's like, we. how many times are we going to go through something where every person in the world is like experiencing it at the same time? Yeah. It's just right. Yeah. You'll I mean, appreciate this, Georgia. Sean was telling me that it's the he heard a rumor that the NBA might go to Vegas and like keep all yeah. the players quarantined and mm-hmm. then keep them all in the vacant hotels and then do the finals in those hotels and no one else can come. Um, that's sick. I read something a little bit about that, but I didn't really like do a deep dive because I also saw Mexico being a possibility too, but that seems wild and Vegas seems more realistic. That would be so crazy. It'd be like camp for them where they couldn't hang out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like also because I, yeah, I've heard that since there might be a test where it like, it works in 45 minutes or something that that's what they, yeah, what they would do is like they would quarantine and then test everybody before a game or something like that. So I'm sure sports will figure out yeah, some kind of solution. Sports finds a way. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys want to do a couple of this or that? Before yeah, we? yeah, let's do, do that. It. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. Gum or mints? Gum. Oh, are we? Am yeah, I allowed you. to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're first. You're first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, gum. For sure gum because sometimes gum can be mints. Yeah. Like a mint flavor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really like a hard candy Same. very much. Yeah. And also mints often don't even freshen your breath because they're like too sugary or something. And then you have this weird breath. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big mint fan. I've never. I I never take them when they're offered to me. I've never really? bought them in my life. I don't think. Yeah. Really. I'm just, yeah, I'm just not a big fan of them. <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> wow. that was a big response from Tess. Yeah. yeah I, I guess I just didn't think I was the only one here who liked an Altoid every once in a while. No, they're too much. Altoids are kind of. Oh, I was going to be like Altoids. I'm on board with because they are. Real, like I don't like them when they're too sweet, but Altoids are a real kick, mm-hmm. and they can freshen you up pretty good. They're exactly. about the only mint that I'm into. But I would exactly. never purchase mint. Every time I've purchased mints, I've regretted it and not like used them. Yes, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, I know what you, you mean. But yeah. gum, I feel like, is problematic for me because I just like I like to I'll chew too much gum, and then I'm like that person. Oh yeah, yes. I chew a piece of gum for like six hours. <laughs> I won't oh, wait, even sorry, realize I forgot I'm still you guys that my alarm clock goes off every day at noon. Let me just turn it off. Oh yeah, no worries. <laughs> and she's like, I have to take my mints. Wait, I'm <laughs> gonna go chuck these some, mints back pop here. Pop some Altoids right now. <laughs> so to come back, wait, what was the when you were a kid? If you put like baking soda on Altoids, is that what would make your mouth foam up? Probably. Well, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, um, so you, probably. Yeah. So what do you guys? Is there anything like lurking in the back of your guys like? pantry that you're that you might get to that you're like i'll I'll eat this if i have to but (laughs) oh man i got Um, vienna sausages at the 99 cents oh please don't eat that i mean i don't eat sausages but that sounds great i just was like it was like a a few weeks ago before everyone was super panicky but i was just like in there being like getting random canned goods you know Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. know why, but I was like, this will be my challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good to have a challenge during yeah. these times. Wait, Tess, why do you have your, why is your alarm go off at noon? Okay. So, um, <laughs> can't wait. Like a week, a week ago, our power went out and it somehow got reset to like go off at 12. And that's just kind of like my brand of laziness is like, I haven't figured out how to stop it from doing that. Oh, oh, you, wait, just on your phone. No, my clock radio. Oh, 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 I see. Okay. Yeah. Like, there, I'm sure it will take me three seconds, but I've every instead every day at noon, I just turn off my alarm. It's <laughs> 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 so funny. Um, okay, Georgia. Ocean or lake? Oh, um, that's a real hard one, to be honest. I guess it, 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 uh, I don't I don't know. 
<laughs> Sorry. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, la- I, lakes are dark, so they get scary, but actually the stuff in the ocean is scarier. You know what I mean? And a lake, when you're not scared, is really fun. It's just, it's hard to <laughs> overcome. <laughs> I have a kind of, like, I love swimming so much, but I have a big fear of, like, the Titanic. And for some reason, lakes, because they're dark, I'm like, you don't know if the I know this is stupid, but I'm like, you don't know if the Titanic's in here, but I know it isn't, but I like, can't not think about the Titanic. Wait, you're, wait, 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 let's go back. (laughs) Rewind. Wait, cause I, I get the same way. I, well, I get in bodies of water. I'll get scared of like creatures, but you're scared of the Titanic, like coming out of the water. I guess I like, I just can't not think of the Titanic. Um, creatures, so wait, sure, but like big about... fish, maybe like, like, I know there's no whales in a lake, yeah. but I can't not be like, there's a whale in the lake. Mm. Right. I see. I see. Whales yeah, yeah. It's, it's the un- and the Titanic. Those are the two. <laughs> <laughs> More afraid of whales than sharks. Interesting. <laughs> sharks are scary too, but I don't know about you guys. I don't know if anyone else has this, but when anything that I was really obsessed with growing up, I eventually became afraid of. Like, I was so obsessed with Free Willy that I eventually became really afraid of whales. Um, I was very obsessed with the Titanic. And now I have lots of nightmares where I'm swimming and then someone's just like, oh, by the way, the Titanic's right below us. Um, So wait, you're specifically (laughs) only afraid of the boat, the Titanic. (laughs) Also, just being below you, not not running into an iceberg, but it's yeah, it's like, really what is scary. The... Think about it, just like like you're just swimming and it's underneath you. <laughs> <laughs> Were you worried about like the skeletons of the people grabbing you, or like you getting caught, or like it just being there? I guess it's like a. I don't know if I could really describe the feeling, but like, I guess it's like a pull, like. I don't know. I don't. I maybe I need to look deeper inside myself, but um, it's just like the anxiety of the tragedy, I guess, below me, and like I don't know how to explain it very well. So, See? like, kind of like yeah. the energy, yeah, that's like residual from that tragedy, yeah. yeah. And it's also it sounds like it's similar to the whale thing because I do understand the whale thing. Like, there's something like terrifying about being in open water with something large yeah yeah it's the same yeah. and the titanic is really big yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> um weird thing the third thing that i'm kind of over now but when i was a little girl used to really scare me and it's because i used to be obsessed michael jackson oh <laughs> well well i think well, free willy and michael right. jackson are like attached so <laughs> I'm really glad that we asked this ocean or lake question. I know, me too. <laughs> uh, we have to we have to take a break, but we'll be right back, we'll everybody. Be right back. <laughs> hey, everybody! We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess, and I'm and Georgia. Oh, oh yay! <laughs> Fuck. No, that's good. You did it. Nailed it. Thanks, Georgia. Jesus. Um, <laughs> we are obviously in quarantine, and so we're getting your lady problems, and we're excited to try and help you guys out. You can send us one at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Lady. Lady problems. Lady. Lady problems. Lady problems, do you have them? Lady problems, do you have them? People have them. And just to put a little bit of a trigger warning here, this lady problem does deal with an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. And here we go. Okay. Hi, ladies. First of all, I love you, ladies, and hope you're staying safe and sane during the quarantine. Secondly, the problem, and apologies that it turned into a short novel which is fine because we love details. We have the time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a group of my friends, all couples, usually eight to 10 people in our early thirties have gone on running vacations together for the last four years. Usually we travel to national parks to do half marathons and find a cabin large enough to accommodate all of us this year. If we can travel again this fall, we're hoping to go to France to run a half marathon there. It's our first abroad vacation race. And we're all so excited to prance around the French countryside. Except, 
One of my friends is married to an odious, horrible troll of a human. We'll call him. <laughs> we'll call him Asshole Johnson for the purposes of this lady problem. <laughs> Good name. Asshole Johnson and my friend have been married for almost four years, together for probably close to eight, and he's been pretty off from, from the get go. He's rude, immature, misogynistic, and hasn't mentally left his college frat. My friend is a high-level professional in a global business, is earning her MBA while working, financially supports both of them. He's just, yeah, he's just recently gotten a job after being unemployed for almost two years. Runs marathons, is so sweet, and is more beautiful than she realizes. We were roommates for several years, and I was with her when she met Asshole Johnson, so I've seen the sad chronicles since day one. I even let her know I was worried about them getting married because he made her cry so often. She said she could see where I was coming from and then never brought it up again. I have many, many examples of how awful he is, but here's the two I will share. Example one, after an argument where my friend was afraid for her safety, she tried to get into her car and leave their home. He chased after her, and seeing she'd already locked her car doors, he threw himself on the windshield and broke it. Fuck. She called the cops and spent a few nights at another friend's home. During this time, asshole Johnson was texting her nonstop, threatening to call the cops, that she ran him over if she didn't come home. Luckily, a few bikers have witnessed the event and backed up my friend's story, but three days later, she was back from home and they were in couples therapy. Per my friend, he's my husband, I have to try. He got better for a few months, stopped drinking heavily, they sold their home to make up for his lack of financial input. He found a job and also went back to school, but now he's drinking again and always embarrasses her when we're all hanging out. Classic abusive relationship stuff. Example two, our last running vacation together about eight months after the windshield incident. He was acting high the entire time. From shaking uncontrollably to laughing at nothing to saying he felt the government was spying on him through his phone to waving his arms for almost an hour. It was even weirder than normal for his behavior. Even my friend commented on it. But what was worse was asshole Johnson brought a drug with him during the trip. Another friend on the trip as a policeman and recognized paraphernalia on their bedside table at the Airbnb we rented. Asshole Johnson also cried into bed uninvited with another couple saying he wanted to cuddle. Fuck Holy off. Fuck. Oh my god. He broke into the locked bathroom where his wife, my friend, was showering and surprised her, giggling as she screamed. <sighs> okay. He lost his wallet and he had to go through additional screening at the airport and spent a suspiciously long time in the bathroom before going through security. So... Obviously, if I could persuade my friend to dump him, I would. I know it's a decision she has to make, and I've already shared my feelings about Asshole Johnson, so now it's up to her. My question for you ladies is, how does the rest of the group tell my friend that we don't want to go on vacation with Asshole Johnson, but she's more than welcome? We hang out with them regularly and tolerate Asshole Johnson so my friend doesn't feel abandoned, and if she ever feels like she needs to leave him, we want her to know she has a support network to turn to. But traveling abroad and having Asshole Johnson stay in accommodations in our name? Absolutely not. He ruined our last trip together, and we're all nervous about what he might do that could get the rest of us in trouble, too. We know we need to say something to her, but we don't want to ambush her or, as stated above, make her feel like she can't trust us as a support system. She already knows about the trip, so we can't just go without her. Thanks in advance for your sage wisdom, loved concerned vacation planner. Holy shit. Fuck. That's so Sorry guys, so I didn't completely know the entire width of this program or this problem no. before I read it. So I mean um, Oof, man. But I, I did mean, laugh at he waved his arms for about an hour. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. <laughs> like he was trying like, to fly. I was just imagining him on the water, like doing like you know, arm circles. I'm also <laughs> trying what drug do you guys think he's on? Cocaine. Well, she said if them paraphernalia, so that means like it was a pipe, probably uh, maybe some speed? kind. Crack. So or a, a pipe would could mean a few things. Yeah. What about yeah. meth. Because this isn't crack. weed. I mean, she could just mean weed, which seems doesn't seem like she would say. But since they have a cop with them, maybe it was extra. You know. Yeah. yeah. Also, if weed makes you not cool, then you shouldn't do weed. For sure. Yeah. For sure. It, this doesn't sound like someone who's no. on weed, but who knows? I, well, just the, the word paraphernalia is like obviously some kind of thing to smoke something. For else, sure. So, and yeah. he's like acting like very uh, paranoid and talking about the government and shit. And then he was in the bathroom for a long time before going through security. It's like. I hate Sounds him. like speed to me. Yeah. Maybe uh, have, it, it could be a lot of different things. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we should say stuff and then you should have your friend listen to us say it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe that's a bad idea. I don't know. Sometimes it's like. You know, your your best friend tells you stuff a million times and you're like, yeah, whatever. But then you hear another person say it and you're like, okay, which sucks, well, it is, but... it is one of those things where you're like, you would hope that if the person in the situation heard in black and white some of the things that had happened, yes. that they would be like, holy shit, what am I doing here? Mm -hmm. But obviously they've been dealing with... It's not like this is a new situation. I mean, it's been a fucking decade, so... Yeah. Well... Or, yeah, they've been together for eight years. So it's like, this is a very long... 
they've obviously tried, it sounds like you only talked to her once, so I don't know if some kind of, like, friend, you know, friend circle discussion is the right idea. Well, and have you guys talked since this last vacation, like, that he apologized profusely for any of Because all of this stuff is com- that he did on that vacation last time is completely unacceptable, and you have every right to... Number one, never want to hang out with him again. You guys are being very generous with that anyway. Exactly. And then, yeah. And I then, mean, he's, yeah. he's, yeah, he's, you're yeah. putting, they're in danger. He like crawled into someone's bed to cut, like, obviously, yeah. besides all the shit he did with the car, like. Yeah, exactly. No, there's like a lot of weird boundary issues. Like, he's like volatile. Like, he's not a safe person to have around. Um, I, I mean, think the nicest yeah. thing that you guys can do for your friend is like, yeah, you can't get her to break up with this guy, but. I think you're right. Like it's inviting her to the trip and not mm-hmm. him. And that is, I think the nicest thing you can do for her. Cause that's gotta be a little bit of a wake up call. And you guys just saying yeah. in no uncertain terms. And I mean, I think play up how much you want her there. Like you guys yeah. are yeah. such an important part of our friend group. We really, really want you there. Like it's not the same without you, but like he can't come. I think that you're well within your rights to say that. Yeah, and remind them that it's, and remind her the reasons why, and it's not like, we don't like him. It's like, no, he did this, he did this, he did this, and it would be irresponsible of us to let him come on our trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's all shit that you guys have been involved in. I mean, you can't really do anything. Unfortunately, it's like so frustrating anytime you have a friend that's like in a manipulative or abusive situation, because... You're kind of limited in terms of what you can do about it, which is terrible. But um, he has affected you guys' safety and your well-being. So I think draw those lines. I I kind of agree that she might feel teamed up on if it's a bunch of you. So I would say, like, if there's the one friend that's kind of like the point person that's doing all the organizing, if it makes sense, maybe it should just be like a one-on-one conversation, whether that's you or kind of like the leader of the organizing stuff that should have that conversation. But I, I almost feel like one friend should be the one that, just has uh, yeah I, maybe I two like, yeah like whoever is going to be good at kind of giving it to her straight and not being a dick about it but just being yeah. like straightforward yeah I think even th- honestly even writing it out it might not be a bad idea like treating this similarly to like an intervention letter where it's like yeah not not full on but being like look these are all of the reasons why here it is in black and white like these are the reasons why we would love to have you as a part of our life we are not willing to tolerate him and honestly like it's kind of enabling it's, it's, it's enabling to like be able to 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 have him around as well because it's normalizing like what he is doing and it's completely unacceptable now he's so violent though um if you do write the letter which is a great idea like i think mm-hmm. it'd be i would be really worried about him finding it though because um, i yeah. think he would take it out on your friend well i think i think i was gonna say i think also another part of that too is like i i, I mean you know when you guys talk to her about this, be like, hey, like, also, if you, whenever you, you feel like you need to leave, if you do, like, you have these places very specifically and concretely available to you. Like, who has a guest room that she could stay in? You know what I mean? Like, just, I don't know if she knows. I think that's a, I, yeah, I'm, I don't know. Pat, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, don't, I don't know, know if you want to offer that now because it's, like, going to freak her out to think, like, being yeah. like, you should leave him right now, you know Well, what I, mean? I mean, I guess just like, keeping that in the back of your mind, at least, of, like, you know, how could she get out if she wanted to whenever if if this if if like at some point she actually does heed the, heed the wake up call at all of this right. is she needs a like, plan yeah yeah like you know maybe that isn't talking to her about it but like you, the rest of you guys be like okay what would be uh, an extraction plan kind of and I, I don't think the letter's a bad idea even just for yourself to write so you can get it all out correctly even if you don't physically give it to her or if you read it to her or something like that um, but yeah I mean she's got to understand that like you guys are just going to, yeah, you have to stand up for yourselves too and your own safety. And like this guy isn't allowed. And I mean, I'm hoping that what will happen is that I, this would be very hard probably, but that she would come and then see what it's like to be away from him for a little bit, you know? Yeah. That would be the ideal, obviously. I bet he won't let her though. I bet, I bet he won't let her go without him. And I wonder if her friends can say that being like, we understand that he's the type of man that may not let you come without him. And I feel like that might make her be like, no, he's not. And then like, yes. come. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like it's a bit that. of manipulation on your end, but um, the because, slightest bit. I mean, that's also, I think, a reality that people overlook sometimes when they have a friend that's in like an abusive or manipulative situation is like, there's some shame around that. Like if you're in a manipulative situation, that's not something that's like easy to admit. 
and it's shitty. And so I think like, yeah, I think putting it of like, just putting that out there then would almost cause like them to want to prove that that's not the case by showing up without him. Mm, Yeah. That's a good call. I mean, it's a bit of a bold move, but I think it would work. And if it's, and you can say it gently, you know, be like, we, I don't know. I feel like I think it's good. It's all so scary because it's like, but then does she go to him and say like, no, fuck you. I don't need you. And then what does that look like? So it's like, it's all just like, uh, it's, it's such fucking scary territory to walk around. Oh. She is in this guy's like clutches, basically. Violent you know? people are fucking terrifying. It's yeah. like, how do you deal with a person like that? Cause like, there's so many people's safety that you have to consider and it's such an unknown, like how they're going to react at any point. I'm so lucky. My husband doesn't like to do things with me. <laughs> you guys all froze after I said that. So it seemed like nobody laughed. <laughs> we like just all cut out it. We just all leave the meeting immediately. We're just like, like, wow. like, oh my God. Yikes. <laughs> I, God, I'm, I'm so sorry. This is such a fucking shitty situation. It's like, you guys have put up a, well, a lot. I mean, I'm shocked that. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm shocked honestly. you haven't, like, come, it hasn't come to this to a head until now you know do you think there's anything to like the cop friend being like uh by the way we're we're not have you're not coming this year like a man-to-man maybe instead maybe but i kind of feel like it should be a girlfriend yeah 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 i mean i i I think so too i'm just thinking in terms of like this guy is a violent if anyone talks to the dude right yeah 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 he's only gonna react with like violent you know like a you know that kind of energy only respect right right because it's like if if somebody talks to her but if then if somebody else talks to him being like hey but that's yeah it's kind of like inserting yourself more maybe if um she does decide to come like that the cop guy and his wife can be the people that go pick her up to take like to meet her Mm. at the house to leave because sometimes i feel like right as you're about to leave to go on a trip and you're partner's abusive there's like more friction so if there was like that male presence who's actually a police officer it might be helpful just in the actual like leaving yeah for sure i mean Um, this girl just straight up needs to leave her husband which is not something you have control over but yeah expose him to corona here's here's the thing i've got a giant (laughs) bag of drugs if i can plant my bag of drugs on this guy (laughs) in the next week and get him arrested (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> look wow. i'm just throwing it out there maybe you need to save that backpack brandy <laughs> i know i might so keep much it for power. a couple of days <laughs> you guys let me know <laughs> yeah man i am so sorry it's hard when a friend is in a situation like that especially with like such a piece of shit but yeah i my my instinct is one-on-one conversation keep it focused on how it's impacted you draw a firm line, but also make it very clear that like you very much want her there. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. also it does suck. I mean, if it's a couple's trip and she's going to be the only one that's not in a couple. So I would do whatever you can to like assure her that she's still going to have a good time. If she, that's yeah. a really good point. I wonder if you guys actually could like, it's, you know, this trip is happening, but like it might not if travel doesn't figure itself yeah. out. So if this yeah. trip gets canceled, you guys should maybe do a girl's trip first. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. And then when you yeah. do do a couple's trip again, do all the things we just talked about and insert your own ideas as well. But like a girl's trip might be really helpful because then she won't feel like the loser who's the only one without her partner. But also like it gives her an excuse for him not to come. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. and I think like in the meantime, like, you know, obviously people can't hang out right now, but like do a bunch of like girls only zoom meetings and stuff like that to be able to talk to her also to be able to see her right now um because she's in an abusive situation and now they're trapped in the house together um things can escalate like so you just want to kill your roommates right now anyways imagine an abusive partner yeah exactly yeah exactly so like anything that you know you guys can be checking in on like how she looks like you know checking you know all that kind of stuff just be good to keep tabs on that as well it's my dog tap dancing next to me. <laughs> I mean, I think at least like the you know, whatever. I don't want to say silver lining, but it's good that you have like such a straightforward opportunity to put your foot down because it's not like a nebulous like we don't want this guy around. It's like a very specific like this is an event we're all going on together, you know. So I think at least I I would even like even if it, you know do it before I would do it soon before you know whether trips are going to be happening 
coming up because like you do have this very specific chance to like really really put your foot down about this guy and hopefully yeah and i mean like start seeing the light you know yeah Yeah, and like everything he did crossed the line completely but at the same yeah at the same time you might not want to her to have to confront him about not going on this trip while they're trapped in a house together oh that's also true yeah that's also true I mean, it could just, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm thinking, like, they could just talk to her and, like, she doesn't have to, you know, something to think about or something. Yeah. And it's up to her whether she says anything to him now or never. But, God, this this uh, self-isolation just makes, like, I, I forget, like, it's so hard on, I'm having a really hard time with it. And I forget that, like, I don't really have any extenuating circumstances that other people do. Like, and, and I just can't imagine if you're, like, dealing with something major on top of this how difficult it is and how it changes everything yeah there's a lot of people going through really really hard things right now that are that are much worse than yeah just being stuck inside so yeah yeah exactly i hope we were helpful (sighs) i think i think we were hopefully let us know what you guys end up you know end up end up doing you know definitely you know hope hope we can help i hope you guys get to go to france and i hope uh I hope he gets arrested for drugs that are found on him. Uh, <laughs> In a cool sculpting bag. Yeah, where they came from, who knows? <laughs> they could but, be anywhere. You know. <laughs> well, that's our show. Georgia, what? Yeah, tell everybody about your podcast. <clears throat> oh, yeah. My podcast with Hampton Yunt is called Nice Bum, Where Are You From? We um, read hometown stories from our listeners. So, like, our listeners send in stories about something interesting that happened in their town. Like maybe it's like a crime story or maybe it's like their town has a, fe- a special festival and we like read about that or ghost stories. So it's just hometown stories from the little town, village or big city that you, oh, you're cool. from. It's pretty fun, that. pretty chill, pretty fun. You can find it anywhere. Nice. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll be doing a top secret session with, Georgia over the Patreon. If you want to hear more about that, you can go to patreon.com slash lady to lady. And that's it, y'all. We'll see you next week. And thanks for listening. All right. Bye, bye guys. Bye. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.